Hello, everybody, and welcome again to another film podcast. <laughs> my name is Tierney. My name is Colin. <laughs> and my name is Matt. <laughs> uh, uh, as I said a few minutes ago, I am reali- I'm, I have just realized that I'm, or did realize then, it's now a couple minutes old, but everything I'm wearing is swishy, so just so that the audience knows that it's going to be a roller coaster ride. I'm just going to try not to move for the whole time. Uh, Based on literally every recording we've done so far, good luck. (laughs) I'm very fidgety. You're going to have several position changes. I I think it'll be... So this is the first one, just to give you guys a a peek behind the curtain. Uh, This is the first one we're recording where Tierney is on the road, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, it definitely will be, I think there will probably be less movement from Tierney this time, only because there's fewer options for her now. <laughs> but, yeah. like, when we were recording earlier this year, it was fun to just, like, as we were recording, watch her move from one position to another position to another position, so. I get restless. I have restless leg. It's a real I'm thing, not, guys. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, like, when you were like, I'm gonna try not to move, I was like, Okay. <laughs> Good luck. I've already moved my legs like six times. <laughs> they were up in the beginning and now they're down. Swish, swish, swish. Yeah. Um, swish, swish, bish. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, last time we finished up our run on the, the film festival, which was fun. Second. Yeah, the second one gone in the book. We did it. We made it. We made it all the way through. Um... It was fun. Did you guys have any, like, wrap-up thoughts that you wanted to? Um, <laughs> Colin's rankings are garbage. Wow. Aggressive. <laughs> right out of the gate. Not even time for a positive. Shots fired. Jesus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew it'd get a, get a... I did it, I did it for the laughs, you know? Real slut for the, for the laughs. For the lols? Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, um... I thought it was a very successful uh, marathon. I think we had less duds this round than we did our first year, um, which I'd say the best in show dud of the first festival was Mute, oh. the Duncan Jones. Mm. Fuck that movie. Miserable <laughs> Netflix movie. Shit, that movie that was bad. Really, really hurt uh, all of us watching it. And it was the quietest I think it, I'd ever uh seen an in like somebody a group of people watching a movie at home it was the quietest group that i've ever been with and it's because all of us were waiting for someone else to be like was that miserable <laughs> and everyone was like yes it was so bad um that so we didn't have n- nearly as many of those this time that was like a really fun viewing experience not like the movie itself mm-hmm. was atrocious but like it was fun that we were all just because i think we were all like thinking like, I don't know if I want to say anything about how bad this is, because everybody yeah. seems into it. So, like, maybe everybody else, like, I'm just, I'm not vibing on this frequency. And then as soon as it ended, we all just unloaded. Yeah, we I were w- waiting. So I have completely more or less blocked that out of my memory until just now. But what is actually 
other than hating it and the bitch fest that came afterwards, the thing that I remember most about the movie, which, keeping in line with the previous conversation, is that I was seated in a really uncomfortable spot and couldn't get comfortable for the whole movie. (laughs) I was like that front one right by the fridge. Yeah. The little fridge. Uh, Very uncomfortable. Yeah, and, like, if it were a better movie, like, maybe it would have held your attention a little bit more and you wouldn't have had to focus on how uncomfortable you were, but not not so with uh, Mute. Have mute. we So talked, that was the worst. What? Have we talked on the podcast about when you and I saw Call Me By Your Name together? Yes, we. I think okay. we've definitely talked about that, where the seat didn't recline. <laughs> and I, yeah, they just sit perfectly straight. <laughs> And you f- went full recline, <laughs> laying down. Yes, like basically Tierney, horizontal. Tierney's yeah. horizontal taking a nap, and Matt is just a 90-degree angle. Like a yeah. church I pew. Was, I was the drawing of a perfect posture when they like have it in a book. It was like one line down, one line to the side, one line to the bottom. Just uh, an N. It was just the letter N. Uh... Yeah, we've talked about that, I think. We'll have to ask many, one of our... How many listeners did we see we've had? 56 so, in, individual... 54, news. according to Spotify. So. 56, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so shout out to the uh, the texts that we received from some friends and some listeners. Uh, Spotify did their yearly, like, wrapped thing for everybody. And there were a few of us, or a few people that... Um, texted us and told us that we were their number one listen to podcast on Spotify. So thank you. Which really um, just goes to show they don't listen to any podcast. I was going to say. <laughs> it was on my list and I have wa- listened to maybe two podcasts all year. And I was like, oh, I'm glad you made it on there, me. I, I don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. So I was just like, oh, yeah. well. <laughs> That's where I listen. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. And then... Uh, they sent an email um, that said we had 54 unique listeners this year, which is significantly more than the, like, three that we thought we had when we talked yeah. about it earlier. So, so yeah, thanks the one. Uh, to every the one. <laughs> For all yeah. you listener out there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, thanks to everybody who sent us in um, those screenshots. We It was fun for us to see those. Um but anyway, as it is now December, um, we decided that since the podcast, the, or the film festival is over, we didn't really know what else to do. Uh, we would punt on making uh, like a long-term definitive commitment on anything, and we would just do like a little mini run of some alternative Christmas movies. Um, so that's what we're doing today. We're going to do next three episodes um, on on some alt Christmas movies. So today we're starting off with uh, with my selection for this little mini run. We're doing a little Christmas movie, zombie movie musical called Anna and the Apocalypse. So, <laughs> um, so I can talk a little bit about it, but I'm very curious to hear what you guys think of this because I'm the only one who've seen this up until recently. Um, so... My the reason I saw this one is I was working at a movie theater and we got this movie and I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. I'm curious. And I did a little research and it sounded just like silly Um, and I get free free tickets. uh, So I was like, I'll go check that out. 
But my brother-in-law is, like, pretty into zombie movies. He likes pretty much anything in the horror genre, but he definitely, like, really gets into zombie stuff. So I was like, oh, I bet he'd come, too. And then I was like, well, my sister really likes Christmas movies, so maybe (laughs) I can convince her to come, too. And so we, the three of us went, uh, and we had a fun time. Like, it's just, it's a silly movie, um, and we we all enjoyed it, and so... uh, that was definitely, I was like, when we decided that this was the theme that we were going to go for, I was like, this is going to be my pick. So, um, what did you guys think of it? I liked Tierney, it. do you want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> you liked it, you said? Yeah, I mean, it was like, uh, like it, it was, uh, I don't know, entertaining. Uh, I think, personally, I don't tend to like musicals. So I'm like, it could have worked very well not as a musical, but some of the songs were funny. Um, and there's clear uh, Edgar Wright influences, which I thought was fun. Uh, but zombie movies also don't generally do much for me. In fact, <laughs> I asked I asked Owen if they were just a reason to have gratuitous violence. Yes. Uh, and he said <laughs> there's something scary about having... Uh, like a never-ending enemy and i was yeah. like but they always end like every zombie movie i've seen ends like all the zombies die except oh. this one what you've not, you've not seen a lot of zombie movies <laughs> they almost never all die it's almost <laughs> always like well the, it's like the humans all die it's just like well zombies did it they they, they populated the earth now <laughs> don't they die in Shaun of the dead no I mean, like, they, like, the joke at the end of Shaun of the Dead, spoilers for an almost 20-year-old movie, um, they're, like, after a certain amount of time, they all just, like, go back to doing the things that they always do. So, like, uh, the joke is that um, Nick Frost's character is just zombified, but still playing PlayStation in the shed. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the yeah, zombies yeah, are still so around. Like... They're just, like, not as much of a, like, oh, I have to be worried about them killing me. I'm just going to, like, chain one up in my shed and play video games with it every once in a while. Got it. Well, goes to show the how I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't... I think zombies are such a dumb villain. Girl, <laughs> Girl, say. you got a friend in me. So, That's what I'll say They're about not it. scary either. But Before, this one... stupid. Zombies are fucking dumb. <laughs> Before There's Matt lazy writing. Before Matt jumps in with his like <laughs> thoughts on this particular movie, so get ready. Uh, I watched it again last night with my sister and brother-in-law, and as I was leaving their house, uh, my sister was like, "I'm really excited to hear what Matt and Tierney thought of the movie." And I was like, "Honestly, I think Matt's gonna hate it." I was like, "Tierney, I feel like she could go either way. Like, I could, like, I wouldn't be surprised if she like." thought it was fine and i wouldn't be surprised if she hated it like i definitely didn't think you were gonna love it but um i was like tierney i i I could see her going either way on this movie but i was like i think matt's gonna hate this movie (laughs) so so let's see matt was i was i right i will never watch this movie again (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) and that was a realization i had after it was over where i was like i don't think i need that and i don't think i need that again um, I will say what I expected to be very lazy and boring 
which was the musical part, I was like, I bet this is going to be, like, the best they could do kind of musical, where it's like, oh, no one learned to dance, and none of these people can really sing, and this is auto-tuned to oblivion. I thought the music was actually quite lovely. Uh, I thought a lot of the songs were fun, uh, and I thought the performances were actually pretty good. Like, the people singing them I thought were pretty good. And it didn't remind me of, like, Glee as much as it did, like, the the kind of energy of Sing Street, which was fun. Yeah. But um, Sing Street has, like, the music in Sing Street doesn't sound like musical music, whereas this sure. is, oh, like, sure. we're in a musical, oh, all of 100%. these songs, you're putting a whole sentence to a whole note. Yeah. And it's, like, church this... music, and I don't care for it. Oh, sure. Um, but I will say, I thought the actual story was absurd i thought the characters were stupid uh i found most of the acting grating uh and in the end i have no idea why this is a christmas movie and a zombie movie and a musical i feel like if it was two of those three things fine if it was a christmas musical fine um but as it stands it uh mostly just seems like an excuse to have another layer of unimportant uh easy wins which is just like the holidays everyone knows what that looks like so we don't have to do any work to like (laughs) fill out the world it'll just be snowmen costumes and candy canes and it's christmas time but after this she's going not to college which is what you do after Christmas time. That was confusing. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we doing? When are when are we? Why are we doing all these things? They're fifth uh, semester or fifth year seniors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. one more, <laughs> one more semester. So stupid. Um. So in those regards, I have a lot to say about that. But the music was fun. I thought the music was fine. The only note that I have, I actually was. I have to pull it up here. <laughs> just give me a second. Will you stop screaming at me? We're all wrapping up literally right now. just sitting here waiting for you, Tierney. <clears throat> it was all caps, pandemic too relevant. Yes, 100%. <laughs> it's the only so, note I had. The virus, yeah, on the radio, the virus has become a deadly disease it's spreading across every... A new, uh, like a respiratory virus that they talk about. And then the song where it's like, I want human communication. I was like, oh. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. So when we watch, so I remember when I when we saw this in the theater, like our general consensus was that the first like half ish was a lot stronger than the like it kind of fell apart at the end. Um, and we were just like, yeah, but like the first half was really fun and like it's fun enough and like obscure enough that like I'll probably watch this on some like maybe not every year for Christmas, but like regularly for Christmas. Um, I will say <laughs> I, th- I think <clears throat> when we rewatch it last night, I do think uh, the second half held up a lot better than I remember it. Like it still has plenty of problems. Um but it held up a lot better than I remember it. But the thing that I we had all totally forgotten was, like... Like, I, we knew it was a zombie thing, but we forgot, like, those little, like, 
subtle things that happened towards the beginning, like the radio thing that we were talking about and like the fact that it was a respiratory disease. And so like we were sitting on the couch watching it last night and we're all like, <laughs> like just, that like nervous laughter. We're like, oh shit, maybe we didn't think this through all the way. <laughs> I was also talking about pandemics the other day uh, with Owen and I had mentioned, cause he, he was like, did what, like you remember SARS, right? And I was like, I was in high school. So, like, I had a limited understanding because I was an ignorant 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, like, had kind of, I was, like, I kind of lumped it together with, like, mad cow disease is the thing that, like, affects some people. And he was, <laughs> yeah. like, mad cow disease, like, ruined people's brains. And then I was, like, watching this and I was, like, it's like a, if COVID turned into mad cow disease. Yeah, that should be on the posters. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is if SARS became mad, if COVID became mad cow disease. <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter. I don't think um, I don't think I would watch that movie. Tbh. <laughs> I need at least some songs and or some Christmas. Like I'm not going to watch a movie where COVID just becomes mad cow. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I I think before we you know before we even dive that deep into anything else. I want to make it very clear that my least favorite part of this movie was the character of Savage, the villain, who I thought was uh, an absurd character, villain, actor, written part. Like, it was just every cylinder was firing the wrong direction. Are you talking about the headmaster? Yes, I hate him more than anything in this movie. I hate him, I hate his song, I hate his whole storyline, his motivations. It's like the Joker had sex with the fucking principal from Ferris Bueller. (laughs) And then like a a rotten Aiden Gillen fell into the blender and it blended right up. I hated it. Well, it's fun that you mentioned Aiden Gillen because uh, did you recognize him from Game of Thrones? No, he was uh, <clears throat> he played Thoros. Who's Thoros? The uh, or Oakenshield? Thoros Oakenshield? God damn it! <laughs> no, he, Thoros was the Red Priest uh, who hung out with Beric Dondarrion in like the later seasons, and he was like oh, drunk all cares? the time. He was one of the ones that went. Uh, north of the wall. I think he was he died. He was the one who died north of the wall. I'm not 100 oh, percent sure. Man, the the late seasons of Game of Thrones is really really bad. <laughs> Lord of Light. Who cares? What is that even? You were gonna say something before Tony, and I interrupted you. I just spent a good chunk of he is the way his lips move is very similar to Michael Fassbender, and so the whole time I was trying to figure out if it was Michael Fassbender in a wig. <laughs> You <laughs> wouldn't. You wouldn't do this movie with a ten foot pole. Are you kidding me? Michael Fassbender is not getting anywhere near Anna and the Apocalypse, is what I'll say. But maybe he after he already to buy showed his dick. Nah, this well, this this job wasn't paying. Did you see the costume? I was gonna say. I think one of the things I like about this movie is just like. It's so low budget, like across the board, like everything about this movie is just, like, you can just see the seams. But I think it's yeah. kind of, like, endearing. Like, you know, sometimes when you see movies that are like that, you're just like, ugh, this is rough. 
But I think it was, like, I enjoyed it. I thought it, like... I don't know. I think I thought it kind of like it helped hold everything together that it was just kind of like, a, oh, yeah, this is just like a cute, like weird thing that a bunch of friends did because some tiny, you know, production company gave them just barely enough money to do it. So yeah. I was like, that's cute. Like, that's fun. Do you want to know what my second least favorite thing? <laughs> I what yeah, if we just us. only talk about this movie in like a reverse order of Matt's feelings on it? And like at yeah. the end we'll talk about the music, which is like one of the only things he did like. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just sense. one of the I, things I, that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So together, our powers together. Yep. <laughs> um No, and I think this is just like a character uh that we'll talk about more. But I found the character of Steph to be uh, one of the most bizarre aspects, where I was like, "What exactly is she in this? <laughs> what What do they want her to do?" Because I feel like the actress was doing a lot, uh, sometimes too much, but always putting a lot of effort forth. And I never quite knew what it was for. It was like, is she a sad character? Is she a goofball? Is she the comic relief? Is she a hero? She's none of them, but she's around the people who are. And I found her character to be uh, very bizarre. I was surprised she I'll lived. Say. Oh, let, if we want to talk about who lives, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation is like what who they picked to die and live. So weird. Yeah, sure. We can talk about that. So I think. Yeah. Both times I've seen this movie, the character that works the least for me is Nick. Um, Who's Nick? Is he the handsome boyfriend? Yeah, like yeah. the the guy she hooked up with that's like an asshole the entire movie. And then yeah. he gets like one scene that's like about a minute long to try and redeem his character. And you're just like, you've been a dick this entire time. Like literally yeah. you are a one note character and that one note is asshole. And all of a sudden I'm supposed to care that you had to kill your dad. Which is a crazy Which, way for us to endear him. <laughs> right. To, to explain that in your script beats, you're like, uh, and we think he's an asshole, but then we find out he had to kill his dad. And so then we like him more. And it's like, what? Yeah. So, like, his character what? never really worked for me. And then the fact that he was one of the few people to live, I was like, whoa, what the yeah. fuck? Like, Big bummer. I don't give a shit about this guy. <laughs> like, why? Like, I, like... As we mentioned, I think most zombie movies end with either everybody dying or, like, only a couple people living. And when they do live, you're basically like, okay, you're just prolonging the inevitable, right? Like, we all know yeah. that what's a, what's eventually going to happen. Um, so, like, I'm fine with, like, a couple people living here just because, you know, that's a zombie movie trope. Fine. Sure. But, like, what the fuck? Like, just kill that guy. Like, I don't... Like, he... I think it w his story would have been fine if we got that, like, fine. Still not good, but, like, fine if we got that one scene where he was like, oh, I had to kill my dad and it fucking sucked. And then the zombies break into wherever they're in in the school. And he's like, you go save your dad yeah. and I will, like, sacrifice myself so that you can have a moment with your dad. And then we just never see him again. I think, like, that would yeah. have been the best case scenario for that character. But for him to just, like, pop up at the end, I was like, whoa. What? Uh-uh. Absurd. Absurd. <laughs> and, yeah. 
every, every character that could have been more dynamic or had a better reason to survive in the end doesn't. Uh, and if if uh, the friend, I don't know the friend's John? name. John? John. If John had survived until the final moments where he's like, I'm going to do what the fucking Nick character did and sacrifice myself so that you can move on, fine. That would be a satisfying ending for him, too. But for him to be the first main person from the group yeah. to die yeah. is thematically so bizarre to then l- l- have that storyline end there when he's in the original songs, he's in the opening scene. Uh, it was it was so confusing of like, okay, well then where are we going? Who matters in this story? And for the dad to be the MacGuffin, like, I have to go to my dad, I have to get to my dad. After all we've seen is that he's... Like, he snaps at her, at Anna, and then Anna snaps at him, and we we know he's a janitor. And that's all we know. We don't to really like, know see. he's a janitor. Yeah. We just know that Till he works the at the school. <laughs> like, that's, like, all we I know is that he works that. at the school. <laughs> it's so muddled. And for, like, Headmaster Savage uh, to be like, your dad's a janitor, your dad's a janitor. Um... Also, was I not clear on why they got stuck at the school or why they were at the school? Were they at the school for a fundraiser? So it was like their, uh, it was the school's like Christmas play slash Christmas talent show, show. variety show thing. So like everybody was at the school, but then I think what happened was like while they were all at the school, they're like some zombies broke in or something and so they had to like barricade themselves i i'm not it's not super clear like i got the sense that uh old man savage figured out the zombies and locked the doors well i guess because he so there's the scene where he's like leaving the play um or like the variety show or whatever the hell it is and he like walks by that door and there's just like mm-hmm. pounding on the door and he's like, Oh, stop, stop doing that. And he opens the door and there's nothing there. And then when he closes the door, like the camera stays on an exterior shot and you just like, as the doors close, you see there's just like blood smeared on the door. So like, I don't know if he, it's not clear that he was like, Oh, there are zombies here or anything. So yeah, I, that whole thing is very. I, I couldn't make <clears throat> heads or tails of why this old lady got stuck at the school and why they knew Anna was like my dad's at the school and it was like it's the next day the recital was last night why would you assume that your dad stayed at the school overnight like the teachers sleep there like, I think what a stupid idea I think the idea and again this I'm giving this the movie like a lot of credit here but I think uh the plan was that like the school was the safe like the safe zone and then mm-hmm. the army was going to escort people who were at the school to wherever they were going to go. So sure. I think the idea was that, like, while they were all at the school, the news broke that it was like, oh, shit, this is a zombie apocalypse. We're saying that the school is the safe zone. So, like, if they were already at the school, they were like, okay, we'll just stay at the school. Again, it's not yeah. clear. So I'm giving some pretty heavy benefit of the doubt here, but... That's the best that I could come up with. I think especially the part that was, like, really confusing me was why 
Chris or whoever the boyfriend character was. Yeah, Chris. With the videos. And Steph were gonna like they were supposed to shoot a fundraiser advertisement or whatever. <laughs> and I guess that was being filmed near the bowling alley where Anna and Oh, why were John they were at the were? bowling alley? Had no why idea. Why the fuck were they at the bowling alley? Had no idea. Why were they together that early in the morning and then they were like, Oh, I guess everyone got stuck at the school. I was like, how did these characters get to where they are at all? So yeah, it's I think um I just like that it made you so mad. <laughs> because I kept being like, Am I missing something? And in reality, the pieces just aren't there. And it's just a lot of like, they have to be here and they have to be here. And I guess they gotta go here now. Yeah, it no definitely explanation. It definitely feels like really I mean, the more you dig into it, the more like half baked or maybe even like quarter baked some of these things are feel. Um But yeah, I think like it's a small town. Like it's pretty clearly like a small, like not the smallest town ever, but it's pretty clearly like a small town. Um, it's also so, got like a very like worldly population. Yeah, some it's set English in, people, some Scots, some Americans. <laughs> it's set in Scotland, supposedly. No, oh. I mean a lot of British people in Scotland. I guess. Well, Scotland is part of Britain. Fucking Do they asshole. consider themselves to be though, or is, is in their hearts are they independent? Well, we'll find out when next time they have a referendum. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, I will. Okay, we can move on from all my gripes. No, no, no like, keep griping. It's nice fine. Things. I think, that, like I said, I like. I think this movie is fun. It's definitely a, like a flawed movie, but like I, if you are just looking for this movie to just like be dumb escape entertainment like i think it fits that bill pretty well i wish it thought it was more of that here's my thing the candy cane stick she had yeah looked like it was made out of cardboard (laughs) (laughs) that's probably my biggest complaint (laughs) there's no way that could like break someone's skull unless it was made of like wood yeah. And why did she never use the pointy thing? She used she it did one time. a couple times. Yeah. But yeah, mostly it's a club. Yeah. Can bullets kill a zombie if you shoot them in the head? No. Well, you really got to fuck the brain all the way up because they're technically already dead. So it's really more about separating the hemispheres of that brain so that it doesn't do the normal operations of a, of a human brain. <laughs> Fucking zombie scholar over here. <laughs> But I hate them. You hate zombies so much. I think you have to separate the spinal column is what, like, or, like, the brain has to be ruined. Well, that dude got decapitated by the seesaw and was still talking. Was he talking? I mean, he was, like, on the ground, like, wah! Oh, sure. Yeah, I think you gotta, like, smash the brain. So they should do a zombie movie where it's just curb stomping zombies. Just I think it's uh, the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead remake. I think where there's like an announcement on the like the emergency broadcast system that it's like you have to remove the head or destroy the brain. I think like that is like the actual terminology, which obviously like that's not necessarily like all zombie canon, but for like a specific example from a different zombie movie, the only good Zack Snyder movie. Um, <laughs> 
I got a few I words just, about that. I just think that you gotta you gotta pick a way to kill the zombie and stick with it. Yeah. I just I find do think... them so frustrating. Yeah, I... just lazy. God, <laughs> it's just so a way to lazy. to hit someone in the face and not be seen as like mean. Like, can yeah. you imagine like if robots. this was a movie and people just went around hitting other people in the face? Well, I mean, yeah, like that's uh, that's like criticism that's levied pretty regularly. Like, AMC has Walking Dead on. Like, basically, they have like fifteen different Walking Dead series going on. So, like, basically every Sunday night forever, there's going to be some sort of Walking Dead something or other on AMC. And, like, the shit that they show on that TV show is disgusting. Like, it's... Not only is it, like, really gross, but it's also, like, incredibly violent. Um, but everybody's like, oh, it's it's just zombies. It's fine. But then, like, we can't have... You know, like, people can't say the F word in a movie without getting, like, an R rating. Whereas, like, you can yeah. just literally turn on cable and just watch whatever the fuck you want to watch. So, like, it's... Even, it's, like, people get mad at Tarantino for being gratuitous violence, but I feel right. like his violence, like, serves a purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think zombies is more exactly, it's fodder. You're, right. You're able to kill a lot of things that are like humans, but, but aren't human like, and But also, like, lazy kill them. Like, you're not doing, yeah. like, cool sword work, like... Uma Thurman, you're just like <laughs> Michonne in uh, Walking Dead. Michonne uh, has, has a samurai sword. sword. Oh, cool! So like, she's cool, and she carries around uh, all these chained up zombies that uh, protect her from all the other zombies because they smell the zombies and they don't smell her, and so she just carries one of them around on a chain, and then they're all they all decapitated. They don't have any jaws, so they can't talk, but they just stand there. So, so I think the next thing we should do for our podcast is to exclusively watch zombie movies and have Matt talk about zombie lore because he clearly is very is well versed. <laughs> you can get bitten, you can die and come back, but those are really different things. Uh, in The Walking Dead, they find out that if you die, you become a zombie. You don't need to be infected. You don't need to be bitten. It's just the natural next stage of life, and that's a real big moment for the show because that's when they realize that uh it's it's never going to end until you know there's some sort of cure but uh but as they keep dying they really gotta do some brutal things to the people that just die that they love so that they don't become zombies how did zombies even start i'm gonna look that well up. actually so they started in haiti uh the first known records of like a zombie is related to like witchcraft and uh like uh voodoo uh in haiti and then it spread, and it kind of became adapted to a lot of other undead mythology, uh, like vampires and, uh, and you know, werewolves. It's all the same kind of uh, uh, environment. So it was rich. It's a rich mythology that ends up being adapted uh, depending on the culture that you're in. But it did start in Haiti. The kind wow, of word you're actually zombie. right. Guess what? I do have a lot of zombie knowledge, and that's why I think they're boring as fuck. <laughs> uh... It's also, fun I you... googled zombie, and the first thing that came up was the song by the Cranberries. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Which um, is a good song, but yeah. zombies in general, I think, are lame. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, one fun thing that I thought this movie did 
is that like the characters seem to be aware of like zombies as a like a pop culture touchstone because like one of the most annoying like i like zombie movies i agree like the criticisms that you guys are levying are totally fair i still find enjoyment out of watching most zombie movies um but like one of the most annoying things in zombie movies is when people are trying they're like they're like oh what it's coming after me what is this do i kill like how do i kill it it's like okay at this point like, if you're making a modern zombie movie, like, you have to have your characters be aware that zombies are a thing. And so, like, in this movie, I thought it was really fun that, like, once it became clear to the main characters that there were zombies, there were, except for Anna, who was just, like, trying to live in, like, denial world, which I think is probably a somewhat fair um, reaction to that news. Uh, but, like, Chris and John were both like, oh, shit, zombies are real, and they're here. And I was like, that's fun. I would like to see more zombie movies play with that level of like self-awareness or at least characters in zombie movies play with that level of self-awareness i like the michael jackson zombie movie thriller that one i enjoy (laughs) thriller uh on a related note my roommate hannah watched boy and cried and cried the other day and she loved it so so good she cried about the goat and i was like what about the goat and then she explained the goat uh, scene where they go back outside with their little flashlights. Yeah, and bury him. Yeah, I forgot it's about that whole scene. Truly a beautiful movie, and you guys are fucking mean for not putting that in the top five. Okay. I mean, what? <laughs> top five where? What? Taika. I mean, oh, she's she's mad that we didn't have oh, it in, sure. like the number one in when we ranked Taika movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't care about that. I think his other movies are more fun. Wow. I'll rewatch Boy, though. <laughs> um, but back on Anna and the Apocalypse, sorry to divert. Um, I mean, that's kind of our thing at this point, so I don't know if the apology is necessary. We've got 54 listeners, at least. They don't mind yeah. the diversions, apparently. Although that number was just like, these are people who may have checked it out at one point. So maybe or they were people started a who, podcast yeah. but never finished it. They're like, they yeah. they can't stay on topic. I got to get the fuck out of here. I don't um, have two hours of my life. <laughs> Do you want to know what my first three notes of this movie are? Sure. The first note is, song's good. <laughs> song's good my second one is the line french don't take no shit which i can't remember when it said but i did find it funny yeah um and then my third my third note is jokes are not funny (laughs) song's good jokes not funny That was my, that was I want you, of my summary. I want you to uh, make all of your notes like this from now on. I just did. like like a thing and then a descriptor. No other language, just like shot good. Shot nice. Music beautiful. I did find the scene uh, where they're singing about how wonderful the day is uh, because that's what every musical has a song like that and they're uh, so annoying. <laughs> that I enjoyed the fact that they're singing about what a lovely day it is and everyone is dying behind them. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was a fun touch. <laughs> we were, my brother-in-law was like, damn, those are really good noise-canceling headphones that they're wearing. <laughs> like, <laughs> the yeah, amount of vision 
Well, yeah, and vision like... canceling. <laughs> um, Did you guys feel like there was like a like some? I don't know. There was maybe some sexual tension between Anna and John. Wait, is that a joke? <laughs> I was so confused because your face was so genuine. I was serious. <laughs> is that a whole theme of the movie? I but yeah, John, like John a- loves her. John has like an unrequited love for Anna, and she's like only interested in him as a best friend. There's literally they one of the songs is literally. Clear. <laughs> the, I like, mean, the second or in third the real song barrel. is like it's like the Hollywood ending song where he like it starts with him literally being like, "Oh, I'm not gonna get this girl that I'm in love with." Like, yeah. <laughs> I also had, for a minute thought he was it. gay though. That's so. what I thought too. <laughs> was like, and then I was like, "Is he talking about like, like being in the closet, or is he talking about it?" And then I was like, "Does he love Anna? Yeah. Or are they just friends?" So confused. For a minute, I also thought he was her brother because I didn't pay attention enough in the car ride scene where he calls him Mister Whatever. Yeah. So then, to establish, I'm unrelated. I actually rewatched the first five minutes of the movie to be like, did I miss something? And I did. Uh, but then there was a lot that I didn't. Uh, and yeah, I at first I thought he was gay, and then I was like, oh, he's into her. Um, and then they killed him, and I was like, well, okay, I guess we're not doing that story anymore. Um, but he has that scene where he's sad and in the and he's carting her in the wheelbarrow and she's like just a friend and he's like okay Damn. I like the the end of that his scene is really funny just though because inside his body like a turtle head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's so she's like <laughs> that sound effect is perfect a um. <laughs> She's just, like, sitting in a shopping cart, and he's pushing her, and they're having that conversation, and then she basically is just like, I'm never going to like you the way that you like me, and he is just, like, bummed for half a second, and then he's like, all right, bitch, it's my turn. You you push me, and I'm going to sit in the car. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, that's fun. That's fun. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I better get something out of this relationship. <laughs> push me. Push me like you did that French girl. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> yeah, so there was sexual tension there, but the fact that he gets killed and Nick lives, absurd. I think um, that's why it was like, is there or isn't there? Yeah. I, I, I'm okay with him dying. And I just also wish that Nick would have died. <laughs> yeah. I think he just should have died later. <clears throat> sure. What a weird, and I still think it's weird for her and her dad to be like the that's the real bond that's at the core of the movie when they're only in like one other scene together and she's they're both mean to each other and the fact that the final shot of this movie is her kind of smirking like i'm gonna get out of this town is like you're a psychopath (laughs) your dad just died he just died and you're still like, but I think I'm going to go to Australia. How exciting. <laughs> Fuck you. Interesting. Um, yeah, I just thought that was dumb. Um, 
But, oh wait, what are my other notes on this? Uh, yeah, Steph is doing way too much. That was a note. Savage is over the top. Immediate note after that. Savage over top. Yeah, Savage <laughs> over top. Uh, I did have a question, though, of how did Savage even know they were coming? When he's, like, all prepped and ready for them, eating his meal at the front. Yes, it's suspension of disbelief. But he just seemed to know things and want to do bad things because he was the Joker because he was like a monster super villain uh, devious bastard I just hated his character so much <laughs> and the story became nonsense every time he was introduced or I was like what reality is this and his song sucks. I don't <laughs> I don't have anything to say about that yeah his song is is probably my, so I've listened to the soundtracks many times, and I think his song is probably my least favorite. Also, it's called "Nothing's Gonna Stop Me Now," which makes me think of "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now," which is the song from the Perfect Strangers mm-hmm. title sequence. I see where you're going. Which is also one of my favorite Max Richter compositions from the Leftovers uh-huh. season three. So, so there's an, there. an extra level of me disliking his song, which is yeah. Totally unrelated to this movie, but it, it exists nonetheless. So, <laughs> and he makes everyone zombies because they were rude to him. Yeah, and he ties up her dad because he knows that she's coming, and it would be more fun if he was tied up instead of a zombie. <laughs> God. Um... <laughs> I I wrote okay, I noted this and I really no, I don't remember it. I put explaining the breakup. You know what I'm referring to? What is that, that the mean? Nick where she's like, it wasn't the sex, it was the fact that I told you things and you didn't care oh, about them. Fuck, I could not care about that. I was like, what is this? I don't know who he is and I have no investment in your relationship. I hope you stay broken up. I don't want you to to patch things yeah Yeah. again what i'm out i'm just like very out on nick i will say his his song uh with his with his boys where they're just like yeah uh just fucking up zombies like it's a pretty fun song and like i'm okay with that different different story like that a a movie about a musical about a zombie apocalypse and that song being about this like band of like courageous zombie killers very fun what a fun concept uh here it didn't uh, what what are you doing here what are we doing here what are we doing here is my big question but yes that song was fun uh, of him just being like you're playing with the big boys now which is the prince of egypt song i think um uh, one of, so one of the things that I I got hung up on when we were watching it last night is like I don't understand the geography of their trek back to the school. Like I understand going that they through a Christmas tree place is fast. Yeah, when they're, when they're like well, the building. It's <laughs> like it's our only way through. They're like, well, if we cut through here, we can maybe make it to the school by sundown. And I was like. Like, literally, sundown in tw- two minutes. 
Yeah, I was like, how is it that much longer to walk around a building? I, I de- definitely didn't understand that. Like, it just didn't also, seem the worth. Sun never set. Oh, because they were driving away in the sunlight. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> Not doing any of the work. Um, but yeah, I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Why would they go that route? Like, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to just go around a building. Like, it wouldn't add that much more to your time. Although, I think, at first, it's they make it seem like the it's like a... Like, they just cut through the Christmas tree emporium, and then they're on the mm-hmm. other side of the building. But I, I think it's, it makes it seem like they're in a mall. So, like, maybe cutting through the mall would have been faster than walking all the way around the mall. But I don't know for sure, and it's sure. never super clear, but... That was, like, a silly thing that I was like, this seems like a unnecessary risk <laughs> to try and get yeah. to the school a minute faster. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I have nothing more to say about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I said whole final battle with Savage sucks. Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote tonally absurd. And I think it's because you have <clears throat> Joker getting ripped to shreds and then we're supposed to be like oh this father and daughter are saying goodbye even though we have no idea if they had a good relationship let me say something if that father was stanley tucci and that daughter was emma stone that's when i would have cared if stanley tucci was like no no no, you have to go now you have to go i'm i'm gonna be okay anna and for her to be like dad i don't want you to go i'd be like yeah protect the parents from EZA at all costs. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck about this dude, and I don't care about Anna, and I don't care about her stupid friends. Everyone who I wanted dead lived. That's well, my biggest gripe with this movie. When does the Stanley Tucci movie come out? Ooh. I don't oh, know. And I think they're still like committed to a theatrical release, which really pisses me off, so... The Tooch. Uh, God, yeah. Let's I'm see. looking it up. I'm, I'm also looking it up right now. Do well, you, I'm looking it up first. January 29th, 2001. Do you think? Super 2021, dumb. sorry. <laughs> it came out 19 years ago. <laughs> it came out a while ago, you guys. <laughs> How'd you miss it? <laughs> um, Uh-oh. What were you going to ask, Tierney? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, do you guys think that Tucci is the Italian of Touche? <laughs> Stanley Touche. <laughs> You're gonna have to oh, sta- change it to Tucci. You can't be Stanley Touche. We've already got one in Hollywood. <laughs> We've already got too many of those running around. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, let's end on do a positive note. They, do you think that they refer to like? Like farting in their houses, tooching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that like suppressed you, laughter groan <laughs> noise that Matt just made. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I love Stanley Tucci. Oh God, bless Stanley Tucci. Um, what if? What if he was uh, very easily angered? Would he be Stanley Touchy? What? Touchy, touchy. <laughs> He's very touchy. 
I don't get <laughs> like it. Like the word touchy when people say like, yeah, oh, someone's like, touchy. Like testy? Yeah. yeah. Like I was testies. thinking like gropey, so. <laughs> no, no. I guess that would also be but I was touchy. Say, that's like, not the one I was. I knew that that's could, where I could have gone, but I didn't want to make it weird, so I said. Well, yeah, and don't like it's don't don't do that to him. He's he's an angel, right? <laughs> um, I do have a fun, a fun fact about this movie. Did you know that it is co-written? Uh, so the guy who who is uh, in the memorial at the end, where they're like in memory of. Oh yeah. Uh, he's the co-writer. He created the Ryan Gosling cereal meme. Oh. Um, where Ryan Gosling doesn't want to eat cereal. That was his thing. Interesting. And he helped write this movie. So I think the good jokes are his. <laughs> and I think the bad jokes are whoever's alive. <laughs> Still. Fuck. Jesus, that was dark. <laughs> goes in line with the movie, though, that all the people you want to live die. Exactly. Um, okay, so let's end on a mostly positive note. Uh, sure. The music. I thought it was fun. I thought the music's really fun. I think the first, like, the first two songs are, like, exactly what I want out of a musical. Just, like, fun, jaunty, like, ensemble numbers. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, really, really, really what I'm looking for in musical music. Um, and so, like, I think that was part of why the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, it starts really strong and then it kind of tails off. Because I think, like, the, the songs at the beginning are a lot stronger than the ones at the end. Um, and which one is there besides Savage's Stupid Song? Like, what other songs are even in the final half? There's, like, the... Um, it's literally, like, once they get out of the school, Anna has one final song where, like, all the zombies are kind of, like, swarming where she and Nick are standing outside the school, like, right before Steph comes in with the car, which is, like, fine. Um, it's like a ballad. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's weird to, like, end <laughs> end the show on a ballad. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, the first, like, the breakaway and Hollywood ending are very, very, very fun. Um, and then I think that like the, um, the song that they sing, like the brand new day song when like the zombie apocalypse is happening behind them is pretty fun. I like Nick's song is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, everything after that is, eh. <laughs> yeah, I thought those were fun. Very dear Evan Hansen quality. Yeah. Very much dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Uh, but I like Dear Evan Hansen. I was going to say, fuck me very... up, Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> yeah. But I think that is a specific type of musical. Like, you get your, like, traditional musicals that are, like, big and instrumental and, like, uh, f- like Joanna and Maria are the same song of just, like, I'm in love with somebody. Like, mm-hmm. and that's its own kind of musical. And then you get, like, modern musicals, which are much more, like, pop song, uh, catchy um, not super complicated kind of like uh, compositions. Tyranny. <laughs> Tyranny. I'm on it. So uh, bored. <laughs> they sound like every other musical that's been made. I couldn't tell you a single word from those songs other than the communication one because I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that one starts. With like a Why line are you where it's like, about, like 
being binary like code. <laughs> I was like, what Wait, the fuck? In this movie? Yeah. Yeah, this. Uh, <clears throat> like, I think that song starts with a line that's something to the effect of like living my life in a screen or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and I was just like, what? Whereas <laughs> all the other ones, I couldn't tell you what any words or rhythms, but I could tell you what it was about to where I feel like it could have just been done with words. <laughs> Fair. You're, so you're not a musical person. Uh, I like good musicals. Damn. Got them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I like, I like Hamilton, uh, which is a really musical. I like... Uh, cats. Oh, God nah, bless I never cats. Saw it. <laughs> I like the sound of music movie. growing up, but I haven't really listened to it uh, recently. Uh, I also enjoyed Mary Poppins growing up. Mary Poppins' movie uh, was fun, but there's an amount of whimsy to it. That, yeah. m- like, this is just like, I feel a strong emotion, so I'm going to sing about it. <laughs> But I'm gonna put a whole sentence in one word and one note. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's musicals. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's how every church song is. So I just like don't have patience for it. Here's the secret, though. In the same way that uh, Hulk is like, you want to know my secret? I'm always angry. Uh, you want to know what I think about Catholic hymn songs? I like them. <laughs> I was actually, this is a complete sidebar, but we were driving last week and uh, Owen had put on like a traditional Irish music playlist. And I was mm-hmm. like, half, like we've been listening to it for like an hour. And then I was like, this is a church song. <laughs> 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 that like <clears throat> people like assigned words to. I think there's a couple Beethoven songs or church songs too. Greensleeve. Greensleeves is what child is this? Oh yeah, yeah. it's a Christmas song. Yeah, because every time I, I hear it, every time I hear it, I just think it's an instrumental of what child is this. <laughs> <laughs> but here, oh, here's good. a better analogy. So I say church songs in general, but what it really specifically is with musicals is musicals are like when people try and sing the Our Father. And I hate Our that. Father, <laughs> who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Uh, yeah. Just say it. Just say thy it. Will Just be say done it. on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not great. <laughs> That's how I feel. Are you gonna... Um, are you gonna, um, fuck with in the heights when it comes out on hbo max next year oh maybe you should because it's it's coming out on hbo max and it's changing the industry so you might as well get a long ride the right cat hop on Uh get on that ride on the train all the way to flavortown i made it Oh boy. Okay, let's move what on. What a mess. All right. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I think this movie's like again, the more you start to think about it, the like, the worse it holds together. But if you just go like I, I think it's like just very like turn off your brain and be entertained for a little while. 
Like a zombie. Um, like a zombie, exactly. <laughs> if you turn into like zombie, a Christmas zombie. 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 Flambe. Hey. Hey. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Super not into that song. Interesting. I just, I'm just like very not interested in anything that that song is doing. Wow. Yeah, no, I know the song. You're not going to convince me that it's like it's fun for me to listen and to. And their guns. Um, anyway, I used yeah. to think that song was, was called in in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, do you have anything? What are, do you have any other notes, Matt, or did we cover everything? I think we covered everything. Okay. Uh, I did think the music was fun. I agree with you that those songs in particular were, I think, very fun, and uh, and honestly, made me very hopeful. Where I was like, okay, actually, I might be on board with this movie, uh, and I do think the second half lost me. Um, and I just really want to stress, I couldn't be more confused by Steph's character. I couldn't know. <laughs> what her lines were her facial expressions her body language was all so over the top just ruthless i just don't care it was like watching uh a college musical on stage but but on the camera and so all the movements are way too exaggerated uh but would have been great on stage i think she has a very good career ahead of her as a broadway performer i thought she had a good voice I thought her storyline of her parents being some in some other country and then her girlfriend not wanting to have dinner with her and all that we get is a phone call where she's like, hey, I just think it would be really cool if we could have dinner. Okay, I guess you don't want to have dinner. Okay, I guess this is the end of your character. And then, like, never. <laughs> that doesn't matter at all. And she's just like, I got my car. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. All right. I will so, say man, one what- final... One final thing on this movie, or uh, I was so I I was not expecting you to like this movie, Matt. But I actually am surprised because I thought like the music would have been one of the things you didn't like, and I also like when I was as much as I love the Hollywood ending song uh, where they're all like dancing in the cafeteria, like Mm -hmm. the choreography is. Just we're all doing their own thing. The lowest budget like choreography I've ever seen. And I was like, I feel like this is something Matt's gonna fucking hate. Just like oh, I had really my eyes low peeled. low rent. <laughs> like oh, low rent rent, yeah. <laughs> I was watching their hands. It was a lot of hand dancing yeah. in that song. Um, but I was very tuned into the choreography, <laughs> and it was not as egregious as I expected it to be. But it wasn't good. Uh, but it was not. It was not bad. All right, Tierney, what were you gonna say? Or were you just gonna, gonna try and get us to move along? Yeah, that. <laughs> okay. Um, so, tattoo ideas. I feel like just the the candy cane spear covered in blood would be kind of fun. The cardboard that candy was... cane. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't what was in my brain. Yeah, that's, that's what it. I would have done too. Or just like um, a giant tattoo of Nick's face because Nick was the best character. Maybe Nick and Savage just, like, hanging out. Yeah, beautiful eyes. <laughs> and awful little beady rat eyes. <laughs> yeah, I would get Savage, but his tongue would be forked, and then there would be flames behind him, and his eyes would be even smaller than in real life. And it would just say uh, whatever a lyric from his song is underneath in a ribbon. 
Okay. Cool. And then I would, <laughs> and then I would put my head in a guillotine. Guillotine. <laughs> guillotine. Hi, I'm Gil Guillotine. <laughs> it's pronounced Gil A. Teen. My last name is Teen. My first name is Gil. Are you sure Middle it's name not is Andrew. Guillotine. <laughs> Hi, I'm Guillotine. <laughs> All right. Uh, Will you guys spend time on this set? Probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scotland is cold. I've never been to Scotland. I've always wanted to go to the UK. So I'd spend time on this film set. Plus, like like I said, music is fun. It seems like it would be a fun hang. Actually, like you know singing, what? I singing would go and dancing. because it'd be really fun to watch them do it with no music. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, would you guys watch this on an airplane? Hell yeah. I think I already made it pretty clear that I'm never going to watch this movie again. <laughs> you guys, apparently there's a director's cut that's 108 oh. minutes long, which, oh, I think, oh, no, that's a little shorter than, that's a little longer than the one we watched. All right, I got to track that down. Next year's, next year's one, we're doing the director's cut of Man and oh. the Apocalypse. Maybe it'll have any of the storylines. <laughs> All the questions that Matt had will finally be answered, but probably not. <laughs> no. Who is Savage? Why is Savage? All right. So this did not get nominated for anything, which is totally fair. Although I will make one small caveat that I feel like at least one of those songs could have gotten some play in the best original song category. Ugh! If all the other movies didn't have songs. <laughs> <laughs> So here are the nominees that year. Shallow, which one? Editing more than <laughs> some of the edits were cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was like a pretty like considering how low budget everything was. I think they were like it was pretty stylistic. Um, sure. Yeah, and I think like the I found the like the gratuitous like blood spatter blood splatter to be pretty funny. Um. Like when the the they use the sea, seesaw to behead that one zombie, and there's just like a fountain of blood, like Kill Bill style. I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: there's a movie, there was a song called "I'll Fight" from the RBG documentary by Diane Warren that was nominated for best original song, and that song fucking blows. Also, Diane Warren just like gets nominated every single year for some shitty song that she writes, and it's really it's annoying. Hollywood ending of her died is. this year. Yeah, I'm okay. This is not an indictment of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> but I also don't know who she is. She's Ruth just Bader like a Ginsburg. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were saying, right, Tierney? You were saying you didn't know who she is, <laughs> and I was agreeing because I also don't know who she is. Um, I'm getting hungry, guys. Just hey, some, listeners! Uh, some other songs uh, that year. Uh, All the Stars from Black Panther, dope song. Keep that one in. Should have won. Place Where Lost Things Go, an okay song for Mary Poppins Returns, but not the best song for Mary Poppins. And then When a Cowboy Trades His... What? what, what, Why that sounded familiar. I had no idea what it was from. And then When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from Ballad of Buster Scrubs, which fucking rules. That song is so good. That's actually pretty great. Yeah. So, like, it was a pretty good category that year, but seriously, that Diane Warren song sucks, and we could have gotten one of these in there, I think. R.I.P. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. 
Who? Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little concerned that Matt maybe doesn't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. Like, I thought it was a bit at first, but now I'm, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> she was the first lawyer. Oh, boy. Uh, what have you guys been up to this week? So Tierney can eat some food. <laughs> uh... I watched one episode of Basement Chess. <laughs> Queen's Gambit! Queen's Gambit! Yay! Queen's Gambit! It took Matt so long like, to figure that, that off. off? <laughs> I was really like, is that a documentary series based on Queen's Gambit? No, we have to watch more of it, but we haven't. Uh, I've also been up. watching some uh, Dairy Girls, uh, which nice. is just a classic. I love that show. I haven't seen it at all. Huh? I haven't seen it at all. I feel like I watched a movie, too. Maybe not. Doesn't seem like it. I watched Man on the Apocalypse. How was that? (laughs) Tell tell me more. Maybe spend, like, the next hour telling me how you feel about Man on the Apocalypse. (laughs) It was okay. Um, I I enjoyed the watch. No, you go. <laughs> um, last night I watched the new special episode of Euphoria, part oh, one through. Fuck um, yes. And let me just say, Euphoria the TV show was very good. And this episode was powerful and brutal. Uh, and just a showcase of great acting. Um, so that was great. Is it literally I, like just... Zendaya and Coleman Domingo. Nietzsche. Yeah. Yeah, and Coleman Domingo. Yeah, it's just the two of them. And one other actress who's also great. Uh, but yeah, both of them just powerhouse performances. I told my friend uh, they could just use clips from this episode for both of their Emmy nominations of, like, this right here. <laughs> just This is it. <clears throat> this is how it works. Um, God bless I you, watched, Gloria. I watched Borat make subsequent movie film for... <sighs> Yes. fan whatever just fucking so funny so fucking hilarious I love the original Borat and this one I was like the same level of laughter of like bursts of silent laughter because it's so funny and surprising constantly in the first <laughs> 10 minutes I was like bowled over with how funny I thought it was <clears throat> um, and just it really does as soon as coronavirus hits it really takes a turn where everything is just like, oh, oh, oh God, oh no, oh my God, this is the country, oh no. Um, so that was really good. I watched real quick. So yeah. when they first leaked the when the first like original title of Borat Two was leaked, it was Borat Two, great success, and then it became Borat, gift of pornographic monkey to Vice Premier Mikhail Pence to make benefit recently diminished na- nation of Kazakhstan. And then what the like the final official title is Borat's subsequent movie film delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> Just so fucking outrageous. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Oh, oh my it's god, it's so funny. funny. It's so funny. It and then, really is. It's still gold. It, he just knows how to how to do something that'll make you just laugh with how crazy it is. Yeah. 
And I mean, if you've all, if you've ever wanted to see Rudy Giuliani stick his hand down his pants with like a fifteen year old girl in the room, it, the movie's got that too. So you know, like. Did you guys? Oh, I did watch the clips of Rudy Giuliani farting in that courtroom and <laughs> wild ride of a star witness. What are you? But what is this? How many signatures are there then? How many did you take off? And they're like, can you just answer what you think? What is happening? What You tell us what is happening. You tell me what's happening. Is the books, did you get the books or did you get, did you take your names off? Hmm. Very funny. Very sad. <laughs> um, what else did I watch? I watched uh, the new Mando. I think season two of Mando has been very solid and very fun and very cool. Um, so all my doubts in season one are slowly but surely being alleviated. That being said, I still think some of the acting is bad. And some of the writing is corny. But whatever. It's a Star Wars, show. Star Wars writing has always been corny. At least, like, some part of it. Like, it, maybe not, like, know. as bad as this show is. But, like, Star Wars has always been kind of corny. I know, but, but I still get chills <laughs> when Luke is like, I'm a Jedi. Like my father before me, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, legacy. Um, and nothing's done that in this show for me. Anyway, uh, I also watched a Japanese anime film called Paprika, uh, which was very good, uh, but a little. Uh, uh, it, it could have been more sinister, based on the images in the movie, but it plays it off very light. Uh, but it was an interesting movie. My friend Kyle recommended it, and I thought it was pretty fun. It's about dreams. Uh, mm. So it's like, it was released in 2006, I think, so before Inception, but as Inception-like elements of, like, going into people's dreams and fucking around. Um, and I don't know. I've watched other stuff. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's all. Uh so I decorated my tree the other day and watched Home Alone 1 and 2. Oh, I did do that. Uh, those movies are so fun. That's really Too all less- I I I was going to say, as I've gotten older, I've been able to appreciate how there's a fairly significant drop-off in quality between the first and the second one. Like, as a kid, I was like, both of these are the same and they're really fun. And, like, as nah. an adult, I'm like... The second one's got some pretty big issues. Yeah. <laughs> like, As a child, I thought the second one wasn't very good. Fair, you're a smart kid. Look at you go. Um, the first one has a lot of fun stuff too, of like the hint that where they're like, "Kevin, you don't know how to do anything for yourself," and the movie. You're is what about the him. French call les incompetents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Just> incredible line. <laughs> and they like justify him. <laughs> proving that he can protect himself and you're like oh and it's more satisfying than just seeing him be a precursor to the saw franchise yeah in terms of torture <laughs> uh which that was our biggest takeaway when we watched it here was just this kid's a psychopath but really the second movie is where he shows his colors the first one you're like i mean you're just trying to protect your house and i guess you're a little over enthusiastic about it but <clears throat> yeah I think this, so there's like a video I saw, um, like on YouTube where somebody, it was kind of like a Mythbusters-esque setup where somebody was just like, what would happen to like an actual human being if any, like if all of the things from Home Alone happened? They'd be dead. Yeah, they would, (laughs) they would die in the first one, but the second one, they would just, 
it's unbelievable the the shit that happens to them in the second one like at one point marv's head gets set on fire and he goes to dunk himself in a toilet bowl and the toilet bowl is just filled with kerosene and there's like literally an explosion and then the next scene he's just like sitting there with his like his head is perfectly fine his hat is kind of you know splayed because it's like a knit hat and then he just has soot on his face. It's like you would just actually be dead. Like you it would have just be head you would you would have exploded. Like what? Yeah. the <laughs> toilet bowl would have burst into porcelain shards. <laughs> along with it, bits of brain and skull and eye. Yeah, just all over the place. <laughs> Which would have been a way cooler movie. Yeah, I'll take. So maybe that's what we should do. We should remake the Home Alone series, but like as R-rated adult films. And not not adult films like porn, although like maybe that too. I don't know. Oh god. <laughs> um, what else did you watch? Let's wrap it up. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Home Alone being a porn. <laughs> um, I mostly have just been watching TV. Uh, I've been watching a lot of The West Wing, which is still fun. Um, and I started rewatching season three of Big Mouth because season four came out today and holy shit that show is so fucking funny <laughs> I, like big mouth is funny i cannot recommend that show highly enough if you are listening to this podcast and you don't watch big mouth start watching big mouth it is so ridiculously filthy <laughs> and it's just like a bunch of middle schoolers going through puberty and it is super r-rated and it's so fucking hilarious and I'm very and excited. Coach Steve. Coach, Coach Steve is Tierney's favorite character. <laughs> Coach Steve Everyone is blessed. Is just so grossly animated. <laughs> it's all so gross, but it's so fun and so hilarious. I just and would also put my eyes on something else. But that's okay, fine. But you can't deny that Maya Rudolph in this show is one of the greatest things of all time. Like she is her, like, delivery of every line that she has and her pronunciation or mispronunciation of everything is so... Like, every time that character says anything, I laugh. Like, without fail, it will always make me laugh. It's so good. Very excited for season four. And just a quick shout-out, only because uh, it's, you know, it came out today, but I'm gonna watch Mank this weekend, and I'm so fucking happy to have a new David Fincher film. So. I'm gonna watch Mank too. I'm gonna mank off, uh, as they oh, say. Oh, god damn it! I was gonna, gonna make a joke hard. about it being like manky. Like, isn't that like when it's like damp and wet? Is it? I don't know. Oh, I'm thi- dank. No, that might be the word. <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking of dank memes? <laughs> or are you thinking of manky the Pokemon? Also, one other yeah, quick I thing didn't that I do Pokemon. I did watch uh, that I feel like kind of gets at all of our interests. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge directed Phoebe Bridger's new new music video, and it also starred Paul Mescal from Normal People. Did it also star Phoebe from Friends standing on a bridge? (laughs) I'll give you that one. I thought it was (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Was it better than Um, Run? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty low bar. That show sucked. <laughs> I'm finished! 